Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 16 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Samantha Harris, travel agent with Pineapple Escapes. This week, Jamie, Selena, and I will be talking to you about one of our favorite topics, gifting travel. If you are an avid listener, I'm sure you have heard us bring this up before. This is one thing that most of the agents at Pineapple Escapes is very passionate about. We believe it is so important to spend time with people in your life sharing experiences. Most recently, my husband and son took in a weekend in Atlanta to enjoy the World Series games. This was the a delayed graduation present for him since the trip we had planned for him in 2020 was canceled. Jamie, can you give us an idea of how your family travels for special occasions instead of presents? Well, my family is kind of crazy in that we travel for all holidays, birthdays, Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, all of it. All of it's an excuse to travel and to get away. Part of this is actually spurred because I have a garage sale every summer and I just hate all of the stuff and the clutter that ends up in my house. And I don't even know where half of it comes from because I'm not the one buying all these presents, but somehow they still end up here and then they end up in the garage sale the following summer. So that's part of it for us is trying to cut down on the stuff and the gifts in that sense. But we travel for everything. So this year, all of us had a trip for our birthday. So I turned 40 in July and we went to Cancun with all of us went, and that was a lot of fun. And then for the girl's birthday, they turned 12, and we went to Walt Disney World. And then Bo will turn 14 here in November. And we are doing a cruise on Royal Caribbean on the other side of Mexico to hit Cabo, Puerto Vallarta, that area. And then Mike, I won't tell how old he is, but older than me significantly, Mike's birthday's in December, and we are doing an Ama Waterways cruise, um, the Christmas markets, over his birthday this year. So all of us got our own trip for our birthday this year. It's pretty exciting. Can I tag along on that Christmas market cruise? <laughs> I, I had know, a birthday this year. Wonderful. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. It does. Selena, what are some examples of how your family has gifted travel to each other? So. We actually just um, took a trip to Walt Disney World last month to celebrate our daughter who turns six years old. And um, also my best friend and her family came along. Her daughter also has an October birthday. She turned 10 this year. So we wanted to do something special for these girls. And it was a really, really fun trip. So grateful that we did this. And of course, our daughter still got gifts from family members. We got her a few small things as well. Um, one thing I did for both the girls is I got them a Walt Disney World gift card that they could use to go shopping and pick out their own gifts while we were there. And that really worked out great. My daughter, she loves shopping for herself. She picked out a pair of mini ears and she got a new queen Anna doll to go with her Elsa doll that she got last time we were there. So that was a really, really special um, birthday gift for her. And then another way that I have gifted travel recently is contributing to my sister-in-law's honeymoon. 
of course, she booked it with me. Um, so it just seemed to be a perfect fit. But it's very common for people to do this for their loved ones that are getting married. Um, in fact, there are websites dedicated to taking contributions that the newlyweds can use towards their honeymoon, which is a wonderful way for them to start their marriage. I also think that there are other milestones and situations that need to be celebrated. For example, a graduation gift like you did for your son. So, um, you know, there are all kinds of awesome ways to celebrate and give travel as a gift. Like Jamie said, we had a garage sale this summer and oh my gosh, we didn't get rid of, <laughs> like we sold so much stuff and I swear it was just a fraction of what we have collected over the years. And my kids are still small. <laughs> this was mostly kid stuff that we were trying to sell and they just, they grow out of it so fast. They use it, you know, just for a short period of time and then they get disinterested. So my goal is to give them those experiences over material gifts. I mean, obviously they're going to get <laughs> regular gifts as well, but most of the money is going to go toward making memories with our kids. Yeah, it is a great um, idea. So Three and a half years ago, when my daughter graduated high school, we took a girl's trip to New York City, and it was myself and my mom and my stepdaughter and then my mother-in-law. And we had an amazing time just spending time together for one and taking her to do all these things that, you know, an 18-year-old girl sees on TV and whatever reality show is the it show of the the month and all these Instagram spots that she wanted to see. and versus, I mean, we could have given her, what, a couple hundred dollars in a, in a card like you get for graduation, but what was she going to do with that? Put gas in her car? That's not really what I wanted her to remember her graduation present to be. But since Christmas is less than two months away, it's the perfect time to talk about travel ideas for your family for Christmas. I booked two Disney trips this week for parents that are gifting their trip to their kids for Christmas. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me. We have done that for our kids. We give them, you know, some little token of a Disney thing to open up. But the bulk of their present is the trip itself. We've taken our kids to Universal in Orlando. We've taken them to Disney World. Last year, we went skiing in Colorado. and That was a good time. It was something we had never done before. And they're going to remember that so much more than whatever video game that you buy them. This year, we have something a little different planned to surprise them, but I can't reveal that on this podcast because it will air before Christmas. So that's got to stay a secret, but I will update you guys. Well, what, in a month, six weeks? How close are we to Christmas? <laughs> so I'm so curious to find out what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll text you later. We might have to find out afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once we stop recording, we can chat. But we gave them, we give them the option every year. Do you want to continue this or do you want presents? And we let them vote. And they voted every year, including this year, that they wanted to go somewhere. So we do give them that the option. I prefer not to buy stuff, but to take them somewhere. But I know they're kids and they may have a different opinion. So we try to take that into consideration. But they are highly persuaded to do what mom wants to do. Selena, your kids are younger than mine. So do you guys travel for Christmas or do you take a different approach to gifts? 
Yes, it is a little bit different than what I expect it to be when they get older. And I feel like our options are going to be, you know, a lot broader. There's going to be a lot more options available um, once my kids get older. And, you know, before I get too far, I want to say that I love that your family votes. I love that you allow your kids to get involved in the decision, not just where you go, but also how they, like what they want to receive for Christmas and the fact that they always choose to go on a trip. That is really amazing. So I think that's what I'm going to probably do when my kids get older. I'll, I'll do a family vote every year and let them get involved and decide, help us decide what we're going to do for our Christmas vacation. Well, I also let them um, make a list so they feel like they're making their Christmas list. Here are five places that you want to go or, you know, they make their list. Give me five places to choose from. So it is a surprise, but it's something that they feel they've asked for and that they wanted so that they don't Mm -hmm. feel cheated. That's awesome. So for my family, um, you know, my kids are six and two and a half. And there's just a lot of things to consider when planning a trip with young kids. There's a lot more things you need to pack and bring along. Is the trip or activity safe for the kids or appropriate for their age? Right now, we are mostly just focusing on things that are within driving distance because, like I said, my son is two and a half and currently all airlines are required to have all guests ages two and up wear a face mask. And my son, he is really good about wearing his face mask for, you know, short periods of time, but I do not trust that he will keep it on for the duration of an entire flight. So just to spare me from the stress um, of having to kind of struggle with him to keep it on, we are choosing to drive for now until he's a a little bit more mature and can wear the mask longer. So that kind of limits us a little bit, but not too terribly bad. And just as a side note, for those of you listening, I have recently written a blog post that you can find on our blog at pineappleescapes.com that discusses flying with babies and toddlers. So that might be something of interest if any of you are going to be traveling with young kids in the near future. Um, But also be aware they're two or older. They're going to have to wear face masks. So for this year, (laughs) we are hosting Christmas at our house and we are considering spending a few nights at Great Wolf Lodge with our whole family. For those of you who don't know uh, what Great Wolf Lodge is, it's kind of like a little resort hotel with an indoor water park. It's just somewhere to go for a quick little fun weekend, basically. I think this is going to be a perfect trip for the older girls. And I know my son's going to love it as well. But also there's going to be six adults there to keep an eye on the kids. So I feel like there's a bit more safety in going to a water park with my two-year-old, knowing that there are several hands on deck. We are also gifting ourselves a trip to Walt Disney World and a Disney cruise. And again, this is going to be the whole family. There's nine of us, six adults, three children. We will take, we're not going to take this trip until the summer because of schedules. And then also because at that time, my son will be three and he'll be able to go to the um, kids clubs with his sister and cousin. 
So that's kind of why we're putting it off. However, it is still our Christmas gift to each other. So um, that's something that we are all very much looking forward to. The kids will most likely have a normal Christmas <laughs> with all their Christmas gifts, but they'll possibly be Disney themed since that's where we are going. And the adults will likely do a small gift exchange where we draw names and put a spending limit on the gift that we exchange just so that we all have something to open. But, you know, the true gift is going to be this trip that we're going to take together. And a lot of the fun and excitement is in the planning and building up to that trip as well. So even though we're not going to travel immediately, it's still an awesome gift. It is, and it gives the kids something to look forward to. Jamie, what kinds of trips has your family taken at Christmas time? So we've done a lot of fun trips. We started when the kids were fairly young doing trips at Christmas. And so we've done, you know, a variety of smaller trips, things like Wilderness Lodge in Wisconsin Dells, where you go to the indoor water park. We did that when they were little. We've done different things like that that are closer to home. But we've also done some really big trips at Christmas time. We've done a Disney cruise over Christmas where we actually we were actually on the ship Christmas morning, got to go down in our pajamas and see Santa in the atrium of the ship. There were cookies and milk for Santa, that whole ordeal. So that was really neat. We've also done Walt Disney World over Christmas Day and we've done Hawaii over Christmas Day. And all of those were equally amazing and fun in their own ways. One thing with my kids, with Santa, we would always write a note and tell Santa that we were going to celebrate Christmas at home on a different day. So Santa would always bring my kids three gifts. So usually they would pick out their top three items that they wanted. And those were usually what Santa would bring. And so we kind of had a double Christmas where we would celebrate a Christmas day at home more traditionally with you know, the meal and gifts and stockings and the whole thing. And then they would usually get like a smaller gift from us on Christmas Day in whatever destination we were at if we were actually traveling on Christmas Day. So that worked out pretty well for us. And Santa always read those notes and knew what was happening. So he was sure to deliver on the right night. Santa always knows everything. He will knows where to <laughs> he find does. you. He does. I think one thing is important to keep in mind. I know we've talked about these large trips, but it doesn't have to be an elaborate trip, kind of something like Selena's family is opting to do with the Wilderness Lodge. It doesn't have to be Disney World or an international trip for your kids to appreciate it and your family to enjoy each other. The important part is just to experience something new and making memories with your family. So another favorite gift of ours that we like to do um, concert or ball game tickets. So Matthew's birthday is in December, and because it's so close to Christmas, I usually just, you know, I usually find some sort of concert he wants to go to or upcoming ball game and give those tickets to him. And bonus for mom, he has two tickets and I have to take the other one. So <laughs> he doesn't realize he's spending time with me as his present, but so far it's worked. Now this year he is turning 18, and I don't know if I'll lose the second ticket or not eventually, but I hope not. <laughs> But ball games and or for my family. So I have boys and, you know, ball games, uh, Monster Jam tickets. We took Andrew to Indianapolis to see a Monster Jam uh, thing for his birthday one year. But it's just about doing something together. And he still remembers, you know, I bought him a um, 
made him a blanket with a Monster Jam fabric. And so he still remembers that that birthday he got the Monster Jam blanket is the year we went to the Monster Jam competition. I don't know what, what did they call those. <laughs> no <All right>. idea. <laughs> Jamie, what kind of other ideas do you have for more low-key travel experiences? So actually, this Christmas, that's what we're doing. We're doing something a lot more low-key. Obviously, we had big birthday trips across the board this year, so we're kind of maxed out. I don't say that very often, but we're actually good. Like The idea of spending most of Christmas break at home is actually appealing to me for like the first time ever, because actually, Mike and I will just be getting back from his birthday trip on December 21st. So the thought of then following up with another trip with the kids just isn't for me. Um, but we are going to do just a short one or two night trip to Wisconsin. We're going to go up and go snow tubing and just spend the night in like a Marriott or a regular hotel for the night and just kind of do that with the kids this year as part of their gift. So definitely not a big trip this year, but something small and a little bit easier. And, and I think there are lots of options depending on where you live that are probably an hour or two away that you can go and do that would still be a lot of fun. And even little things like a day trip, going somewhere and doing an escape room or going out to dinner or going to a special restaurant or treat place. My kids love like Cold Stone Creamery. Stuff like that can be a lot of fun too. And little, you can just make a little note and wrap it or put it in their stocking. My kids love that kind of stuff. Yeah, we did one year, I think when Matthew was little, we did like um, an annual pass to a zoo. So just some stuff like, you know, things that, because like everybody else, my kids have too much stuff that they just don't need. One of Andrew's gifts for Christmas is going to be a renewal on his Ranger Rick magazine that he gets monthly. (laughs) But I just, you know, my mom says, what does he, what does he need? And I'm like, I just send her this link. You know what? Here, buy him this magazine because he loves when this comes in the mail. He learns a little bit of something with it. And then when he's done, we throw it away sometimes, but it takes up what he doesn't throw away, takes up a lot less room than whatever toys are in the floor. So another thing to think about when you're making your gift list for your family and friends, if they like to travel, is new travel gear. Last year, my husband bought me a new carry-on suitcase for our anniversary. And so that was a good gift for me. I tend to, it's gotten a lot of use this year, thanks to Jamie and her her pop-up trips. (laughs) But Selena's been working. Hey, I'm I'm not a bad influence. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's training. We've done a lot of training this year. Last year, we didn't get a lot in. So I think we've kind of had all these random opportunities thrown at us this year that has been fantastic to take part of. So thank you for that. <laughs> but Selena has been working on an Amazon shopping list based on some of our favorite items and the rest of the agents in our group, we kind of all share what our, when we find something that works great, we share it with each other. And Celine's been working on a shopping list on Amazon based on that. Can you tell us a little bit how that works? Hey, so we do have an Amazon shop that you guys can visit. We can, can we add the link maybe in the show notes? Yeah, so it's just amazon.com backslash shop backslash pineapple escapes. If you want to just type that in and search for it. But yeah, essentially, you know, our agents, we, we always talk about what the best products are that we use. Somebody says, you know, I'm going to the beach. What do I need to take with me? 
And all of us kind of say, this is what I always take. I've been using this product for ages. It's always been wonderful. So these are all tried and true, tested, agent-approved products um, that we have listed in our Amazon shop. I do have, have it separated by different categories, but I'm also working on a blog post for you guys. And hopefully by the time this episode airs, that'll actually be <laughs> um, listed on our blog. So you can look there for the holiday gift guide. Um, and I'll have all kinds of things for all kinds of travel lovers from larger items to smaller, like stocking stuffer items, you know, some important things that everybody needs for any trip, like a portable phone charger. I think that is absolutely hands down the number one thing that I would recommend to anybody because, you know, when you're traveling, you're taking all these videos and pictures with our phones. And you know what? (laughs) I mean, it's insane to me how far technology has come along because I feel like my phone takes better photos than my DSLR camera. So it's just a wonderful way to document our trips. Also, you need to be able to make sure that the battery stays powered in case you need to contact somebody, whether you split up with your group and you need to find them afterwards or heaven forbid, there's an emergency situation, you need to keep your phone charged. So um, we definitely have a couple recommendations that we love. So that is, you know, something that I would recommend if you don't have one or if you know, uh, if you have someone in your life that doesn't have a portable phone charger, this would be a good gift option for them. You know, and just, just all kinds of different fun ideas that you might not even think of. So check out our gift guide. It'll be up on the blog or you can check our Amazon shop and hopefully that'll help you, you know, knock a few things off your Christmas list. But also I would say when I consider when I'm shopping for Christmas gifts, I think about what kind of travel we are going to be doing in the future as well. And I kind of, kind of, I like to coordinate the gifts with those trips as well. So like, you know, Disney, I'm going to say Disney. We go to Disney a lot right now because I have younger kids. <laughs> we love Disney. So I'll get them a new Disney t-shirt, something like that. Something fun that just like builds that excitement as well. I think if you are, there's lots of fun ways that you can tell your family, this is what we're doing this year, you know, to present that gift to your family. You can actually wrap a gift, you know, put a travel gift under the tree, so to speak, by making sure you get something that just kind of expands on that surprise. Yeah, I had a client text me today. They have a Disney trip booked for next year and it's going to be for a present. So he texted me today and said, okay, what are your ideas? What have your other clients done to have this six-year-old open this up? He's, you know, because he said they thought about magic bands, but she's not going to know what those are. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. a Disney t-shirt, some mini ears. There was something. You can even get a letter from Mickey himself saying, see you real soon. Yeah, There's that's so a good many one. fun things that you can do. Pre-COVID, the autograph books were a good, um, yeah. good, great gift there. But 
those are kind of useless at the moment. So let's cross our fingers that they come back at some point. (laughs) I have a stack of them (laughs) in the drawer. (laughs) Before we go, I want you guys to both tell us, though, but what is your favorite trip that your family has taken as a gift? Well, that's a hard one because we've done so many. (laughs) How do you narrow it down? Travel is our love language. We gift travel. I think maybe Bo's 11th birthday was probably one of my favorites. Um, We went to South Africa and we did a safari and it was amazing. Like, and actually one of the cheapest trips that I've ever taken (laughs) because my old boss for my teaching job actually found the flights and they were dirt cheap, which is how I ended up booking it in the first place. And the whole trip just ended up being amazing. And then really inexpensive. And so it was just a really fun trip. It's usually the flights that get you on those Africa trips. And we just got lucky and found a good deal and and went with it. But it was just an amazing trip. And my kids were great ages. The girls were nine and Bo was 11. He turned 11 like the second day of our trip. And it was just a really, really neat trip. That is definitely on Andrew's bucket list. He would love it for sure. Selena, what's been your favorite one? I think I'm going to go with, we did an anniversary trip. It would have been the summer of 2016. (laughs) So my daughter was a little over a year old. Well, about a year and a half. So, um, yeah, we actually went to Italy for a couple weeks with our daughter. It's so funny that this is not a trip I would have taken with my son at that age by any means. I'm not even sure if I had taken to Italy at two and a half. <laughs> That's the difference in your <laughs> in children for sure. Um, so you just have to kind of gauge <laughs> how they would be able to handle a trip like that. But my daughter did great at just a year and a half. We went to Italy. We did so much. We, we saw so much while we were there, went to Venice. We even drove all the way over to, um, we drove through Slovenia and into Croatia and just kind of looked out into the Mediterranean Sea. It was the most beautiful water I've ever seen in my whole life. It's just gorgeous. I think I, Europe just kind of has my heart. When I was younger, we lived in Europe for a few years. I grew up in the military and we were stationed in Frankfurt, Germany. And while we were there, we traveled a lot as well. So I think that's just kind of like a coming home in a way. Like Venice, that was not my first trip to Venice by any means. But it's just wonderful every time we go. So I guess that's my favorite. But, you know, every trip's your favorite. (laughs) It's so hard to choose. Um, You just make all kinds of new memories, different memories. Every time you take a trip and... I just pack that away and it's, yeah, those memories are kind of just my most favorite things of all, really. So Samantha, what about you? So for our 10-year anniversary, it was December of 2019, Donald and I went to Paris and that was his first time um, in Europe. He'd only ever been to Mexico. So it was something completely different for him, but I will say Europe is not home for me, but it does have, it doesn't matter what part of Europe I've been in. It's just got a completely different feel. And I think everybody should experience that at some point Mm -hmm. if possible. 
But I kept, everybody kept telling me, you don't want to go to Paris in December. It's cold, it's rainy, but it's Christmas. So Christmas is in December and that's when I wanted to go. And we did some Christmas markets. Um, We had plans to go to Strasbourg for the Christmas market, but there was a transportation strike and the trains weren't running on schedule if they were deciding to run at all. And so we ended up having to scrap that part of the trip. So I think that's an important thing, too, to remember that, you know, nothing always goes perfect. And I was not a travel agent then, but had I been a travel agent, I couldn't have determined if that train was going to take off or not. And that's the main reason for going in December was that Christmas market. But we didn't let it ruin our trip. And we didn't let the fact that there was no trains or subways running or buses ruin our trip. So we walked probably 15 miles a day in the cold rain. But we saw so much more of the city by walking and things that we would have overlooked had we just taken a taxi from point A to point B. And it was amazing. And it was cold and it was rainy and there was Christmas lights everywhere and pop-up Christmas markets everywhere. And it was fantastic. And I would go back in December in a heartbeat, just, you know, take Mm -hmm. an extra coat and an umbrella and you'll be fine. But Everybody travels differently. And so for me, I'm willing to take those chances of the rain and the cold weather to get the things that I that I like. And what I like is Christmas lights and snow. And, um, well, I think just walking around Paris any time of year is pretty amazing. Yes, I would agree. I mean, I've only been the one time, but it was pu- apparently the worst season to go. And it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I do want to go back. I would love to go back. We did not get to go to, it was after the cathedral had caught fire. So fingers crossed, Mm -hmm. we have plans to go back when they reopen that. I don't know when that'll be. I think we went just before it caught fire. So yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. So before we go, lastly, we want to let all of our listeners know about our upcoming 12 Days of Christmas giveaways on our Facebook page. If you are not a part of our Facebook community, you're going to want to go like and follow our page. It's just facebook.com and at Pineapple Escapes. Jamie, do you want to tell them what they're going to miss out on if they don't go like our Facebook page? Well, I don't want to give the big surprise (laughs) away, but there might be something pretty big that's going to happen as part of our 12 days of Christmas. And so you might actually want it and it might involve traveling. So (laughs) most likely involves traveling. That's the best hint I can give you right now. But so we're going to do the 12 full days of different giveaways and one of them will be extra special. Let's just put it that way. And you have to participate in all 12 days to earn the extra special ones. You can't just join Mm -hmm. us on the extra special day and participate. You've got to participate the whole time if you want the the fun gift. So make sure you go check out our (laughs) Facebook page. They're all fun. I know. But some are better than others, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yes, there's one in particular I would love to do myself. I wasn't disqualified. Hmm. Can we quit before the end of the year? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can, but I probably think you're still disqualified. (laughs) Okay, so make sure that you go like our Facebook page. Hopefully, I will still be 
you know, a part of this agent group after I just got myself fired. But (laughs) we thank you guys for joining us today as we chatted with you about gifting travel for this upcoming holiday season. We would love to hear what ideas that you have for gifting travel to your family or what your favorite holiday trip has been. If you have enjoyed this episode, we would really appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave us a review. If you are interested in discussing a trip for your family for this Christmas, you can contact your Pineapple Escapes agent. If you don't have one, send us an email at info at pineappleescapes.com. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices. Amplified.